what's up and hello to the internet out there. We got our squadron gassed up. We're deploying out of fleet command for episode 173 of the Edgy Stances, Bloodshot Eyes, and Sore Thumbs podcast. Yeah. Lord like, have mercy, you know. I'm about to bust. <laughs> skate, 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 skate. Skate, baby. Oh, wait. Star Wars, baby. I'm the skate man. <laughs> That's right. We're live from Edgy Stances Digital Studios, and we're some goofy goobs today. Um, we do this show weekly to uh, drop loot boxes of info on gaming and radness on some of our fave titles and not-so-fave titles, and uh, kind of the goings-on of the industry. Uh, we certainly seem to enjoy this. Hello. Today we are Crowless. So we're just going to get into uh, 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 who is here. This is the best eagle alive. Hello, Hello. sir. What's good? Oh, chilling, buddy. It's been a big, big week. Big week. Here, let me get big, this out. I'm week. Jacob. Big week. About to bust. Uh, I'm Jacob. This is Rattle Boy Al. Hello, hello. Um, let me get out of the way because I want to tell Eagle. We'd be covering E3 like right now, uh, right? Like the now city of E3 would be pertinent and glaring. Yes. At the moment, had we not had the weirdest year. <laughs> yeah. Of, um, a lot of our collective lives. It's <laughs> a bummer, man. I love E3. It's like yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Nonetheless, they still had a lot of things to announce. By they, I mean EA. We saw their play event today. That's why our episode's coming a little bit late. If you are a uh, you know, if you've been listening to us for a while, kind of used to our schedule. We float around like a day before, a day after sometimes, depending on what our schedule show. But blah, 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 blah. Thank you for listening if you are a new listener. And uh, we just got some just some huge news. Besides EA, uh, the, the, the play, I keep wanting to say state of play because it's so catchy. Um, we did see a state of play <laughs> for yeah. PlayStation 5. Yeah, we finally got to see their big old reveal, so we're going to get to that. Um before we roll with it, let's just say we are broadcast weekly on Dash Internet Radio. We are out there on Thursday nights. Uh, that's 9 p.m. Eastern. You'll hear the new episodes, and then we're kind of broadcast throughout the week. We are on virtually every podcast app out there. You know that because you're listening to us right now. Yeah. But if you wanted to say, yeah, if you wanted to say, tell a buddy that which like is the thing that one of the things that arguably helps the most, so we can make some new friends. EdgyStances.com, Bloodshot Eyes and Sore Thumbs Podcast, and thank you. Thank you. Yeah, if Appreciate you have one of those weird, like, I'm a Spotify-only guy, it's on there. Or, I'm a Apple Podcast-only yeah, guy. Yeah, that's a good point. We're on Spotify. That was the move, too. We did that, like, a year ago as well. Like, we're just setting trendsetters. The, I believe the trends. Podcast. <laughs> 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 we love this. We try our hardest. We are indie. Spend our own money. Pod to table. Um, organic podcasting here for y'all and uh, i can't say thank you enough that's at edgy stances on the social medias tell us what you're doing especially if you're stuck at home with all this stuff happening in the world right now and take care uh yeah let's just do it man let's just let's, get in there let's do it man oh are we gonna start with playstation we just let, let's just do ea yeah okay ea's fresh let's just do i'm EA. ready to yeah yeah, yeah. Ready to <laughs> get it out i'm about to bust <laughs> sorry I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't apologize, man. Don't ever apologize for greatness. So, uh, yeah, today, as we're recording, it's Thursday. Um, EA Play Live 2020, I believe is the proper name for the event, um, went Makes down. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, they uh, host 
Greg Miller. Shout out to Greg Miller. Love kind of funny. Um, it was cool to see hey. him hosting that. Um, but yeah, so they showed off a couple new games, got some trailers, got some behind the scenes stuff. Um, I guess one of the first things I wanted to mention is there seemed to be two major emphasis, emphases, emphases, emphasetathones. Two big things that they kept talking about. (laughs) Uh, um, Lots of stuff. First of all, bringing their games to Steam, which I think is super important and like a big deal for EA to finally kind of move away from Origin. Well, Origin's still a thing, but like allowing people Mm -hmm. to play at Steam. Um, I was, I'm a little surprised that Epic Game Store didn't grab this. Yeah. I wonder how much money Steam is giving EA for this. It's got to be a hell of a deal in place, right? It's, I mean, it absolutely has to be. I mean, it, I don't know. Like, I mean, I could say a bunch of blah, blah, blahs. I don't know that much about that side of the business. And, um, sure. We just absolutely know because Epic, it, it, like, from somewhere where I'm sitting, knowing what I've observed over the past couple of years, Epic's been doing all this exclusive mad grab stuff for titles, licenses, to get itself pertinent, get the browser, or excuse me, get their platform, their launcher, on people's hard drives. Right. And I just wonder if maybe that part of their campaign is done. Maybe they're moving on to another phase. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Fortnite 2. That's kind of the best we can do on this show, y'all. <laughs> Listening as far as the... <laughs> See you next week. I mean, I mean, we love gaming. We dabble with the journalism, but you know, we also work jobs. So, like, it's it's like it's hard to get some of that deep, deep financial <laughs> data that would require uh, an email relationship with mm. a lot of folks. Mm. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm talking fast. It's mainly because I'm very, very excited for three and a half hours to pass for Last of Us Part Two. Fair enough. To uh, come out. Um, that's just where it landed in my notes. We can continue with EA <laughs> play, but it's been consuming my mind the entire day, much like the uh, cordyceps uh, virus that will render you into a clicker. Yes. Can't wait. And terrifying, aka nightmare fuel. Corona twenty. The sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the second big thing that uh, EA really emphasized throughout the event was crossplay, which honestly was like was pretty surprising to me. Um, mm-hmm. They are bringing crossplay to a lot of their games, uh, as well as some of their uh, new launches will be supporting it. Uh, so they kind of um, kicked things off with their event with Apex Legends, which is super cool. Going hard. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go ahead and finish that sentence for you. Respawn yeah. can do no wrong. Like their EA is is I mean they, the the former director there moved on to receive his own studio from EA. Like they are, they're yeah, the Dice LA, Tom Brady's yeah. of EA right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Thank you for remembering that. Where I could not. <laughs> um, but so yeah, they showed off um, the a new event um, coming to Apex. I believe on the 23rd. So just starting next week. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those like um, uh, events they've done in the past, like the Grand Soiree and stuff like that, where you get limited edition skins and um, uh, like weapon skins and character skins, as well as they're adding a um, new town takeover to Kings Canyon, like a crypto zone, which looks pretty cool. Hey, hey, nice. 
They also showed off um, a few things that they didn't get like too in-depth with, but I'm sure we'll learn more about later. I saw Lifeline resing a character with her drone as she like left, like like a automatic res or something like that. Uh oh. Yeah. Problems. <laughs> Problems but afoot. One, one of the biggest deals about Apex that I saw was they're talking about cross-platform functionality, mm. and I believe that's pretty huge. Yeah, I agree. Everybody plays together. Even though it's, yeah, it's still great. only threes, which destroys friendships, but yes, uh, yeah. But uh, Apex as well. This uh, fall coming to Switch and Steam, you know, with the full crossplay with everybody, PS4, Xbox, the whole nine yards. Nice, just awesome. Nice. So yeah, yeah, Apex fans still not being allowed to be disappointed ever. They just keep hitting them with the bangers. Um, one thing bangers, that we did man. see bangers, bud bangers. So a couple days ago, we got a little bit of a teaser, uh, from EA about a new star Wars games, uh, games, game, uh, squadrons. Yes. Is what I'm trying to say. And, um, yeah, this is pretty freaking huge. Star Wars squadron is a first cool. person star Wars adventure cross platform apparently <laughs> as well yes <laughs> i know right where do we start off okay well i mentioned first person star wars game um this has kind of something to do with some past star wars titles that we've seen but throw all that out of the window because there are a couple differences number one we're talking they're, they're showing off people being in the actual cockpits of a lot of these fighters so we're seeing dog fighting and this is just motive no dice. Motive being a subsidiary for EA. They joined. I'm going to try the date stuff. 2015, I think. Hey. Anyways, they sure. they, they worked on Battlefront 2 with dice uh, for this one. We all know that EA currently has that you know license from Disney for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just doing it on their own. And um, let's just hope. Because if I remember right, I'm pretty sure BioWare got eaten up by Motive. But... Not quite sure on that. Hmm. I don't know. I'm still I'm still scarred from Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still so scarred. So uh, what else have we seen? Because what I saw the most of was just screenshots and a little bit of information from a couple days ago. We got to see a little bit more gameplay today. I'm going to say a little bit. Were you satisfied with what they showed? I was. I think, um, like, they, I mean, they showed maybe two minutes of, like, it was edited together. But, like, that was gameplay. Like, that was... You know, fights happening, so kind of the gist of you know, what that game's going to look and feel like. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, it's first person only in the ship, it looks like. Um, which, as... Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, because I love flying in Star Wars games and stuff like that, but I like to fly in third person. Um, there aren't many Star Wars games that I can think of that aren't third person, really. Yeah, so, like, you know, in Battlefront... Uh, like the Battlefront series, you can fly first person or third person, and you know third person is just a lot easier. You can see what's going around you and see your ship. Um, but first person is definitely going to be more immersive, and you also don't barf. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of barf, it does have full VR support throughout the entire game. Yeah, yeah, that is one thing. I have a couple things to say about that, but I don't want to cut you off. You're 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 totally man. 
but they did touch on um, uh, a little bit of the structure of the game, um, saying that you'll start off in a single-player story, uh, in which you'll play on both right, sides right. of the rebellion uh, as the rebels mm-hmm. and uh, the imperial army. You'll kind of they did see mention both sides. that this isn't only multiplayer, which is really nice. Yeah, you know what. I, I see it as kind of necessary because, like, instead of just listening off laundry list style of the details, we'll just get into what we heard. Uh, they're saying no loot boxes, no microtransactions. Everything's going to be open through experience and, you know, XP points, I mean. And so to have that going down, you'd probably need something to farm for XP, like a single-player campaign or something in order to upgrade your ship and such. Uh Besides the single player, they are toting two multiplayer game types thus far that I've seen. Have you seen anything besides fleet battles and dogfights? Nope. That's all they talked about to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Which seemed pretty straightforward. Fleet battles, you're taking down the the um, the lead ship, the command ship of the fleet, I guess, to win. And dogfights speak for itself. So within the structure, we see this. They're saying it's supposed to be 5v5. That seems um, small for, like, large-scale Star Wars battles, like, on first I don't know. It's how the Rebellion's always done it. Like, you know, we got Red 5. We all know Red 5, right? So we know they're at least five. Hmm. (laughs) Good point. Good point. (laughs) I know army stuff. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Now, I have a couple musings on uh, on the whole 5v5 thing. Uh, Do you think maybe depending what fighter that you choose, because they do have different ones, uh, they have abilities. Yeah, I like this So to speak. Specialties. Maybe. More so. They did mention there's going to be some prepping before every uh, sortie that you run. Mm -hmm. And so maybe there's going to be like a Rainbow Six type edge to it, um, where you're just, you're planning your loadouts, your resources, and... What you're going to do to work together to just execute the job. And um, so, yeah, I'm thinking maybe abilities. That's why we got 5v5. And um, sure. I like, I get yeah, that. There's some organization. They're definitely going for a little bit more of a like tactical approach than like the arcadey over the top battles from Battlefront and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, could be cool. Like, you know, they talked about. You know, heavy class bomber ships and support ships that seem to be resupplying or healing. Couldn't really tell. Um, you know, other ships, which that seems pretty neat. Like I'm, I'm interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah, seems pretty heavy on the strategy side of things that I've seen, and the barf side. <laughs> Again, because we mentioned about the first person you mentioned, and you mentioned VR. Um, there are two things that I want to bring up. Number one, um, I want to bring up a good point brought on by uh, that I saw from uh, the Game Ranks page mm-hmm. when they first started talking about squadrons. Made a really cool point. I'm um, talking about with cross-platform, will VR possibly be an advantage? Now, like, it's not like literally, like, seriously asking this question. It's more in the vibe like it's fun to ask it because it's never really been asked before. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. your cross-platform and cross-input, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, would that be some kind of edge? And I think that's kind of cool. Oh, what a time. Yeah, I mean, potentially. It's uh, It'd be tough to say. You know, it is like a 
it seems like a very fast-paced shooter so yeah mouse keyboard vr like and versus controller and you know whatever kind of vr controllers you have yeah there could be some some pretty hard mismatching no. there potentially or on the adverse side the price that they announced for this game is 40 bucks yes us dollars so is this just a stapled on <clears throat> pardon me is this just a sta- stapled on vr mode i don't think so do you think it started as vr and they fleshed it out mm, i just I... don't get the vr no man's sky vr is fantastic by the way and that's a game on game pass right now and that was a free update so i could be full of s about an asking price for vr you know what i'm saying I think but. with where VR is at now, it won't be surprising to see that as just another controller input in these first-person games. Dang. So some people use sticks, some people use mouse and keyboards, some people use their bodies. <laughs> some people use their face. Jesse, the body inputs. Yes, dude. That's, <laughs> that's a big day at EA. But like, squadrons i mean that's really all i got they showed us some screenshots and stuff what do you have you got any thoughts on it you want to get out there i think it looked fantastic yeah yeah i'm ready for a flying game i'm ready for a dogfight game it seems good man you know they um well i i don't remember his title but somebody with motive who's kind of breaking down the game um gave a nice little insight of like some like starting off skill level type stuff like ah you're moving some power on your ship to your front shields or your back shields or transferring it to your engine or your weapons to kind of like, you know, handle what's going on. Um, And then he talks about kind of that skill level ramping up to, you know, doing maneuvers while doing this and handling the guns and stuff. And it was like, he made it very clear that that skill ceiling, I believe is going to get real high. Like, and I'm into that. Yes. I'm into that. For I, sure. I don't like driving games, but I enjoy piloting things in games, so to speak. I mean, you know, electric lamps, or excuse me, lamps in video games use electricity too, just like real ones. So I guess it is piloting, technically. If you break <laughs> it wow. Wow. <laughs> Gosh, my head. Blew your mind, bud. Take my VR headset off. Just look at the real world. <laughs> Gosh, I think about that sometimes. Hmm. <laughs> you should play Super Hot. <laughs> I have, I have. Good. It's a banger. It's a banger. You know what else I've played? Hmm. Every game in the Skate series. Yes. <laughs> skate, skate, wow. skate, 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 skate. Wow. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, that's exactly what is uh, written on our notes too, as well. Um, skate four times. Huh. See what I did there? Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> I just now saw it, though. So, um, yeah, now you blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Tell us about Skate 4. Well, I'm a little nervous about it because they didn't ever use the word Skate 4 or anything like that. Um, they but... kind of Metroid Prime for us, didn't they? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> what is it bit. with the fourth? What is it with the fourth installments in series companies using it, particularly as carrots? <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, they had um, what a, is it? Black box was that the name of the little black box? Little black box. Little blue box. Little. little I get a Mexican. Yeah, which one is it? <laughs> which box? Black, black box. I think. 
Roddy anyways, Rich, what? Anyways, the dudes who made I had to skate, go skate in the box. If you're into skate, you would probably know these two guys. Uh, both of their names are escaping me currently. One of them's a cousin. Uh, <laughs> I do know that much. Um, yeah, they had them on camera, and they basically said, "Hey, your Twitter and Instagram comments willed this into being," um, which is like just so cool to hear. Like, hey, that's what they were trying to do too. Yeah, you you've made enough noise that EA cannot say no anymore like they just have to make it mm-hmm. um good yeah. job public next snow cones <laughs> yeah, whoa. what's wrong EA, with snow cones? we want snow cones oh it's right. hot outside let's go hashtag snow let's cone four. um <laughs> yeah so they said um they made it very clear that they are very very early on uh but they are doing this was their words uh, so I take that as, hey, we're just getting started, but we're making another skate game. Like, stay tuned. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm super it's excited like, about it's that. It's like a really like new hot app startup type delivery. <laughs> yeah, they were giving. Bubby, <laughs> listen, a world, a skateboard. Walk up in the house, do a pop, shove it. Take your VR <laughs> headset <it>. off. <laughs> <laughs> full full vr talk about barfing gosh yeah like full vr integration well let me ask you this i know we've talked about it like over the several years that we've been into skate but what does a skate for look like for you for me what do you want it to look like um, i should say skate for to me is more about um me personally, it would have to be about an open world. I really appreciated the way Skate grew in its tricks and such, but you can see with the limitations on the systems. Yeah. By the time we got, um, you know, half grabs and dark slides and all that, the world had to be broken up into little cells that mm-hmm. you would end up having to go into a menu to choose to go to a new area. And the other Skate games, you could just go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's that vibe that people, you know, some people only play GTA to drive around and listen to the radio. And that's totally valid, if you ask me. Sure. Uh, some people play Spider-Man just to swing around virtual New York. Like, that's what I miss about Skate 2. But then Skate 3 is brighter. You can actually walk at a reasonable pace. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're not double mad at yourself for messing up because now you got to hike it all the way up at super slow-mo. Like, it fixed a lot of that stuff. But they lost a lot by having a broken up world. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I What about you? What so are you looking for? I may be a little bit of an outlier here, but because um, I think like Skate does like the realistic like setting very well. Um, mm-hmm. But I am more into the more fantastical stuff. Like their, uh, what was it, Danny Way's like, hawaiian surf park and the mega ramps i remember like i remember the the manny darky owls manny darky owls (laughs) um but so like that was (laughs) that was quite the afternoon bud it was (laughs) great white buffalo Uh, but great white buffalo indeed but these moments folks listening are the reasons why people like skate yeah you know if you played it you all kind of have this moment with your bud or maybe not you know with yourself which is totally cool too and i don't know this is an important game what else are you looking forward to skate for 
Um, yeah, so I want exotic locations. I want bombastic stuff. I like I like the smaller scale street stuff. Like that stuff's cool. You know, to just work on a trick, work on a line. Um, but I like the big air, the, the like big speed, like the 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 fun side of it. You know, the you know, yeah the larger than life stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm also looking for like solid multiplayer, like just good, like drop in, drop out, co-op multiplayer. Because, like, Skate 3 had some good multiplayer, but, man, I don't know if it was just me, but it always just seemed to be real janky, like, real buggy. Oh, it was horrible. It was uh, horrible, especially once you got into the bigger skate park areas where, people, you know, bodies are being flung. Yeah. Because the ramps are exaggerated. Mm-hmm. And it's handling shining lights off of a, off of a wood type thing, you know, lights that use as much, you know, arguably as much actual power as real lights do. And... <laughs> <laughs> okay you want right. to see a ray tracing um, skate four bro i would be disappointed if it wasn't <laughs> i want to see mist in the trees while i see <laughs> i want you to render everything i want skate I want, four in frostbite made by dice i want there to be a in frostbite no don't do that <laughs> it's gonna be in frostbite though <laughs> uh the only other thing i would say is um it's it's not like they failed. I feel like it's more difficult to figure out some kind of single player, some kind of machine to create a loop of playing on your own to keep the game kind of fresh. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it's like <laughs> discover new areas of the city, unlock them, you know, maybe put incentive like that. I don't know. The other games tried. They tried really hard, so it's it's just an awkward it's an awkward genre. It's a genre in itself. It is only this kind of game exists <laughs> in this genre. Yeah, so. it's it's tough. I like I liked the stuff they did with Skate Three, um, kind of like the the career thing. We're kind of yeah building along that. Uh, but yeah, I think um, like a more thought out, like a more interesting take on that would be welcome for sure. I. I don't doubt that we're going to see that, though, because on a personal, you know, like on a personal, like, you know, uh, theories type, you know, tip, when Skate 3 came out, they were doing the whole uh, street team concept. You're building your team. Yeah. But the the ideas are like you're taking pictures for billboards. You're taking pictures <laughs> for Thrasher magazine. Like this was, I believe Skate 3, I don't have Google in front of me, but I'm willing to wager Skate 3 came out in like 2012 maybe 2011 before social media was as robust as it is. I know just the iPhone one was out at the time when skate three came out and you know, people weren't connected in this new way. So maybe there are a lot of ways they can go with a campaign in escape Four. Yeah. Which is the new way that we do things. It's just a matter of years. <laughs> so stay with me here. What if they make you an influencer? <laughs> What if they make you ride a bicycle instead oh, of a skateboard? Yes. No. Dave Mira, no. back at it. <laughs> R.I.P. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I Is got he on. Dead? Yeah. What? Yeah. Man, I'm putting my VR headset back on. I'm sorry. I just don't want to talk. Like I don't, I don't want to put you on game like here. Dang, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay, bud. I'm not holding nothing against you. I'm just 
Oh, wow. Usually it's me that has these moments. <laughs> All right, let, oh, let's keep boy. it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. What else did we say? I love seeing Yosef Farah. Ferris? Farah? Oh, man. Ferris. I, keep, I always get that wrong because I play too much Overwatch. Yosef um, Ferris. <laughs> yeah. He finally said something about F-word the Oscars. Yeah. And, um, He's not going to apologize uh, about it. <laughs> I'm glad they had him on the show. I haven't really seen him on camera. Yeah, I know. They kind of like tucked him away like, all right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. But this fella, he uh, he does Hazelight. I mean, with the, you know, a bunch of other very, you know, awesome game devs. They, they do Hazelight. What are some bangers that they're kind of known for? I don't want to say a way out because that's not really where they stake their claim. That was their next big move. Was that's their Brothers next the first game? Move. Brothers. That's what it is. Brothers. That was an indie banger. Brother. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they've done Brother, A Way Out, and I believe they're referring to this next project as game number three. Um, but Nice. <laughs> they, uh, they did give it a name called It Takes Two. There you go. Which, if you know anything about Hazelight, seems like they specialize in co-op things. Hmm. Uh, but yeah. They takes- sure do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it Takes Two is another kind of... Um, emotional co-op where um you are controlling two uh, or well two different people i believe are controlling uh like two characters that a girl has made as her parents are getting divorced and she's like struggling with some emotions um that's heavy yeah it seemed pretty heavy uh but yeah you know he's they have made a big deal at Hazelight about like storytelling um, married with game mechanics, kind of like as one. Which you yeah, know, if they are not lying either. I mean, their their controls have always been about duality, left brain, right brain type stuff. Yes, having to work together. Uh-huh. Brothers, you're using one controller for two characters. A way out, using two characters for like one one storyline. You know, and you have to be experiencing it at the same time. Yep, they're all about that. Uh, but yeah, it seems all right. Um, they showed off like a lot of concept art, which I was a little bit worried about at first. But then when they showed some of the um, like game rendering and stuff, it looked like pretty sharp. I'm interested to see what the hooks are with uh, It Takes nice. Two from them. You know what I'm interested in seeing hmm. is this Rocket Arena. Yeah. Uh, this hero shooter, it's 3v3. It's not because it's particularly this one I'm super looking forward to. I just think games like this, this hero shooter, quote-unquote, it could be, this model could be applied to so many things. And I think this is kind of one of the future of gaming as we have more people buying consoles, getting on games than we've ever, ever had in the past. And these um, very social, very jump-in, very uh, casual sports-like even though you know they involve explosions or protecting a point, they're still at a very casual, just dive-in level. You know, it could be dodgeball, it could be all kinds of different things. Um, I think this type of game is going to be very, very popular, and uh, I really like the idea of three v three. I Less think it works. Be triggered and rage quit over. <laughs> like Overwatch. There's <laughs> less of a percentage of people leaving, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy, by the way. That's Ugh. horrible. Gross. If you uh, know, you know. Everybody you know. listening out there, you know exactly what we're talking about, I bet. <laughs> uh, Continue, sir. Yeah, Rocket Arena, um, they showed this a while ago, if I'm not mistaken. 
Um, mm-hmm. But this was just kind of a, like an updated trailer, uh, a little bit more information about it. Um, looks pretty good. Yeah, like I said, hero shooter. Um, everybody's got rockets, um, different kind of rockets, which help me out here. Rocket Arena came from Quake or Doom? Is it Doom? I want to say Quake, but I mean, one of those. I mean, there's my hashtag real gamer card up for grabs on the bar now. So I've I've played (laughs) Rocket Arena, but I I I got game checked. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so it seems um, very similar to that, almost with like some, I want to say like Smash Brothers antics at play. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, which I'm particularly excited about. Yeah, like getting blown out of the arena uh, and then like well, coming back in. I feel it, bro. And I, and I feel like also the reason for th- one of the big reasons for three V three is less decision making humans to process, which makes me think there's going to be a lot of emphasis on morphing battlefields, things going on in the background, huge stuff going on while you're playing these matches. And um, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, that's just for theory. Mm-hmm. But a Jake theory. Yeah, so they said they have 10 characters at launch. They have an 11th coming like a couple weeks after launch with their uh, Blast Pass, which is a pretty good name for a Battle Pass, you know? Yeah. But yeah. maps look cool, small, animated. Looks all right. Gotcha. All, all those pheromones um, out we's... there are about to get it on. <laughs> salivating um july 14th we have for this did we talk about squadrons when that was going to come out because they dropped a release date for that too october 2nd that's awesome right around the corner you know what it reminds me of though the horrible news we received about cyberpunk 2077 uh star wars squadron is now coming out before cyberpunk 2077 that's right it got delayed to the year 2077 people i don't know why this is a surprise (laughs) they didn't name it cyberpunk 2020 they're gonna have to rename it like cyberpunk 2082 or something like that if they keep it (laughs) yeah they got a uh kind of delayed back to november uh 19th i believe (laughs) <laughs> I just see uh, CD uh, CD Projekt Red. They don't want to mess up. They don't want to mess up. I don't up. know. I don't have any contacts. I don't get any emails. They've liked a couple of my tweets, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting the vibe that they just really, really, really want to keep a pristine record because they are beloved right now. Well, we were having a interesting conversation in the Discord earlier. Um, Topher, one of our uh, guys Mr. in there, was um, back. saying, is there a chance that Cyberpunk doesn't even come out on these consoles? Which is an interesting thought, because... It you, is. You're moving back into... Like, we don't have the release date for the new consoles yet. Right now, they're both holiday. Um, yeah, so. they're still pump-faking each other on price and, and release date. Yeah. Um, leaks aside, on... Let, Let's wait on the leak talk, on the price leak talk. I don't feel like that would bum me out. Fair enough. We can talk about it if you want. But I do want to say something to what you were talking about with that. I still believe that Xbox is going to be kind of like a, like a, what am I trying to say? Like a fleet type concept. Is that what I'm saying? Like there's the Xbox and then there's going to be 
the the series X, the series S, the series Schmeries, the the yes. the whatever's the whatever's the whatever's the disc list, the non-disc list, the this one takes cassette tapes, it's just going to be Xbox and then you choose your model. So I don't think that they're going to do a build that is of a simple you know like a like not not as heavy as a new next gen build just for microsoft to have one for its current one x users and xbox s users yeah it's the only thing that makes me think that they're you know going to ride the model of a regular then a definitive edition then a four k four four k 4k upgrade i'm done talking sorry (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah like i'm with you because like uh, CD Projekt Red has said multiple times that Cyberpunk is going to come out for current gen consoles, get a free upgrade to the next gen consoles. Um, well, they said it was doing that for Xbox, and they're waiting to see where PlayStation's like policies were mm-hmm. about that. So, keep in mind they did that for Witcher Three as well. When 4K, when Witcher Witcher Three's lifespan, you know, 4K started coming out about two or three years into it. And they started making, you know, upgrade for the Xbox One X as well. Yeah. It's just... It's so that was a, on top of that stuff. It's a bummer to see um, Cyberpunk get pushed, because that's, like, number one with a bullet, uh, like, next game for me. And so... Yeah. Pushed back yeah. to the holidays. It's like, oh, another six months? You know, good. I mean, this might be blasphemous, because we also, you know, we are talking about Halo Infinite in the future. If I could only buy one game this year, it would probably be Cyberpunk. Yeah, and see, the Last of Us Part Two is coming out in two hours. So like, <laughs> geez, like I would have to ask for a refund. Well, and I've never even played that game. The other like thing about moving into the holiday, especially with the launch of these consoles and all that jazz, uh, is holiday. You've got your sports games. You've got Call of Duty. You've got um, like like congrats, you said, congrats, Le- Lamar Jackson. By the way, that's huge. Yeah, that is. Just saying, hometown, hometown boy. Hero. Just saying, <laughs> yeah. Just that, uh, dude, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Anyway, continue. My bad. But so where Cyberpunk was sitting in September was like a pretty chill time. Uh, like at this moment, you know, we don't have all the release dates for everything yet. But, you know, just like Last of Us coming out right now, like you got space. Like There's nothing else big dropping right now. Anybody who wants to play um, Last of Us can play The Last of Us, you know. Well, Control Foundation DLC, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> But, like, that's next month, you know? I got a full dance car, bro. I have anxiety. But, like, imagine... No, you're right. I totally see what you're saying. Cyberpunk... Absolutely see what you're saying. Dropping, like, within a week of Call of Duty or something like that. You know, like, that could be devastating for sales. True. Potentially. I mean, you always have Tony Hawk 1-2 remastered, but... Hey, you joke. (laughs) That looks pretty dope. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm kind of losing track of what we just talked about. We were talking about Rocket Arena, and then we talked about other stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we should probably move it on to uh, PlayStation, because I'm equally excited about it, too. We've already just started talking about Last of Us, what's coming out. Um, and uh, they have been very silent, both manufacturers, about a lot of their details. We finally got to see what the PlayStation 5 looks like. Yes. The state of play event. What a... Can Do I you just say... Go first? I, I just want to say <laughs> real quick, I was very like, surprised by the look of the console. I don't... I was shocked. I was clutching my pearls. I'm like... I was like, 
what i know it is means this sony in the scheme of things right like the shape of the console the look of it doesn't really matter but uh, uh yeah just on like first look it's a very like striking design it's it's much which larger is not than what sony does Sony tries to cut a hole like like a silhouette. So Sony tries to be striking like that. I don't see them as usually trying to be visually striking all the time like that. Multiple colors on Multiple the console colors? and stuff. Just the, the way uh, it curved out shaped top? plastic yeah. that doesn't do anything. It's not like you need horsepower. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like you need to be aerodynamic. Dude, this thing in a wind tunnel would look fantastic. I would, I would love to see the graphic, you know, with the uh, with the, the visible wind patterns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just a bunch of techs just wondering why they showed up to work to run these tests. It's big, too, man. <laughs> it's big. It looks like a, a – what? okay, what do you think it looks like the most? What, what was the banger? Like, what got it dead on? Like, it was the fridge in the kitchen for the, micro, for the Xbox Series X mm-hmm. that made me LOL the hardest. So, I like – I've seen a lot of them. Uh, Cloud's Buster Sword was really good. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, like when I look at it, all I see is like a flower vase. Like You see a flower vase? Yeah, you just see the, the Tower of Sar- Saruman? I mean, yes, they're all so good. Like they're all good. I think the router with two envelopes to, to either side. <laughs> that was pretty apt. Oh. <laughs> yep. Oh, you're so right. yeah, this thing has a has a, a black plastic center, and then two gigantic white wings. With aggressive molding on the ABS plastic, <laughs> and um, lines, and fender skirts, and um, a backup camera. <laughs> That's right. And spoiler. I think the controller's hideous. Don't hit me. I like the controller. The controller's hideous. The like, sticks are in the wrong place, but I like the look of it. Understood. I don't like the length of the tails. It's like, hey, trim up that mustache a little bit. <laughs> like, that handle goes down way too far. You're almost holding a steering wheel, man. That could be nice. And why is it in white? Because white is cool. I like that. I like the white. I know. Aesthetic. Sony's just really, like, having this midlife crisis. I can't say it's midlife crisis. They've been around for, like, I think, like, 40 years now. <laughs> At the least. Corvette edition. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. They are taking a huge left turn. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's cool to see the company stirring. Over the lifetime of our show, we always joke, and you know, Sony has come from like not ever returning your emails to actually responding to what people say. Yeah, and um, are trying to grow with us. I think I it's think cool. Pretty cool. I, I think yeah. it is a simple... as long as they don't make their console prohibitively expensive. <laughs> That's, we'll uh, see, buddy. We will see. Oh, man. I got a little heat in the Discord earlier. We were talking about, you know, the price leak. Some people saw 700 USD. Some people saw 500 around that. Most of the leaks took place, were like in Euro. So, you know, I mean, maybe we'll have a break on the exchange rate that day. Gosh. <laughs> Who knows? I got heated, though. I think I went to the point of saying I would take it personally. Because what what one system isn't going to be seven hundred and the other going to be five hundred. That's not going to be how it happens. They're going to be comparable prices. And I don't know, man. I like if they both come out for like seven hundred. I don't know. That'll I suck. I see that. I I That'll would take that personally. <laughs> you are attacking me. 
Like, I understand the price of the tech and what they're trying to do, but you're in a business of simplifying PC tech for everybody to use because you can make money on that. So if you start saying, oh, we have all this and that in there, we have vapor dank vapes, you know, heat sinks and, you know, super chill sunglasses on our console, so now you got to pay more. It's like, no, the point of the console market is for people to enjoy games that are not necessarily on a tech level. Here's the real thing, though. I'll say what Sony said to us, what, seven, eight years ago. We have a console for you. It's the PlayStation 3. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. Don't. You shouldn't. Because, I mean, they just went backwards compatible on everything. So <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I, I really tech. don't like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I could see one one of these manufacturers messing up and making their console extremely expensive where the other one just eats it uh, and loses money on every console they sell. Um, I think Xbox is in a better position to do that with what they've built with Game Pass um, and their, like, inclusivity. Because, like, hey, you know, they've got, what, 10 million Game Pass subscribers every month paying 10 to $15 every month. Like, that is a ton of income that they can afford... I don't know. I'm not a, 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 a accountant for them, but I'm sure that they could afford to lose money on the front end to guarantee people in that ecosystem. Understood. The only things, the the, the distinct things that I differences that I see in their approaches, um, I agree with you. They have a great thing going with Game Pass. A lot of that, in my opinion, has to do with Microsoft actually purchasing many many small developers yeah. that they used to just work and help publish with. Now they're all on the same payroll. Sony still kind of um, helps publish and gets in where they fit in with their own independent studios for their well-known bangers and all that. Um, it's arguable to me with the umbrella style that Xbox is going with. I worry. Like Sony Sony exclusives, which is good that we're talking about this because that's what we're going to be talking about next with the state of play. Sony exclusives have a drip to them that I feel that a lot of Xbox exclusives don't. I know Xbox tends to focus more on multiplayer, or at least has more of a focus on multiplayer than a lot of Sony-exclusive games, flagship games do. But I'm wondering if, because they're so dedicated over on the Sony side, that's why we get these these epic bangers. Where, you know, I worry about, you know, essentially all these companies kind of being under the same management with Microsoft if, you know, we're going to get this kind of huge-scale game over on that side of things. Yeah. Like, will Halo Infinite drip as hard as Horizon Zero Dawn? You know, or as... You, like, and I know it might be apples to oranges, so maybe that's an unfair question. Mm, Do you kind of see uh, what I'm saying? As the Quibi CEO would say, it's apples to submarines. <laughs> if you know, you know. I don't uh, like either, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, like... You're right. Like Sony definitely seems all in on the the cinematic single player experience. Like that is what all of their like big exclusive games are, right? They're they're big bombastic single player stories. Um, mm-hmm. most of them around open worlds and stuff like that. And yeah, you're right. Um, Xbox seems to have been leaning into multiplayer uh, like way hard this generation. Um, and I think that was Xbox's bet on the live game or games as a service, right? Like mm-hmm. everybody wants the the Rainbow Six Siege success story from Ubisoft. Like everybody wants that. Um, but I do think, like a lot of their ones that they pushed out, uh, State of Decay, Sea of Thieves, 
didn't hit the way like the audience expected and i like surely don't think they hit the way that the developers wanted um so my yeah. hope is that the recourse over the next few years will be them um putting a focus back on some of those uh more cinematic experiences like, I, I hope yeah. that's a thing don't make us buy both consoles <laughs> and i don't know do you think everything should be available on all platforms mm. or do you respect a, a space for a console to have what it offers i like the space because i think it drives innovation you know indeed that's like, that's what i'm getting at as well i fully agree with you because as much as i would love to have god of war and spider-man and horizon zero dawn on my xbox like sony making those games and nailing it like just makes xbox produce harder and xbox you know nailing forza and hopefully nailing halo and all this stuff makes sony work all the much harder and like that will just drive progress and like competition is healthy like you need it um, absolutely as much as i hate it i do think it's a necessity yeah has xbox ever seen the decima engine no exactly <laughs> exactly fair enough we're gonna get to see it again we're gonna get to see it again dude has sony ever seen the slip space engine I don't know. No, is that the answer? <laughs> Correct. No, is is right. Absolutely, it has not. Um, <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never, ever. We have killed Man, them. we got to see that Desmond engine. We got to see Horizons Kanye West. I mean, Gosh. Forbidden West. Damn it. I keep doing that. It looks <laughs> so good. Ah! Oh, man. Sorry if I red barred everybody's headphones there. I am so excited. Guerrilla Games is killing it. And they don't even have to make a bunch of games to kill it. I'm super hyped about Horizon. They didn't show a ton, just you know, the upgraded ability that that was the the simulated expectation of performance. <laughs> yes. At least they didn't write it at the bottom of the freaking screen. Sure. Um here's arguably some of the biggest news, I mean depending on who you are. Demon Souls Remastered. Uh, dude, I'm the world is so ready. surprised. I'm so surprised. Ah, uh, I am too because Atlas is very, very calculated. They only do what they do, and for them to, I mean, who? I'm sure at the end of the day, it's something like, well, Sony owns this more so, you know, than from from software, and Atlas just helped out and this and that, you know, but. I don't know. Hey, Demon having... Souls Remastered is fantastic. Um, they, they this was the progenitor of the Dark Souls series. Um, arguably harder. It's pretty brutal, but you can see the beginnings of some really cool ideas in there, like world tendencies. Um, them really playing with internet in different ways besides just multiplayer at a time where it was not fresh. But with the release of new consoles, it was starting to get. Their, their, their capabilities were stretching out. Yeah. It was neat to see some new stuff. I think the most exciting part of the announcement for me was that Bluepoint is doing it. Yes. And could do no wrong. Like, so far, so good. You know, like, dang, what they showed off of the Demon Souls remake is like, gosh, it looks stunning. It looks great. Yeah. Those rumors are still floating around about Bluepoint uh, rehashing Bloodborne for the new generation. 
console. Which Bloodborne you have to check out. Like if if you don't like like just if you like RPGs, if you like the idea of boss battles at all, just like some of the the ferocity and the scariness, like I the performance I've never seen before in Bloodborne. It's Bloodborne's really wild. hard to believe that game came out in like 2014, 2015. Yeah, sometimes. Really hard to believe. Um we got to see Resident Evil 8 finally village village yep this is the one where they're saying they've said they're taking a huge turn gosh and how they're handling their series it looks terrifying it looks so scary Mm -hmm. but in a more rewarding way like no more jump scares from stupid infected zombies you sure you know you sure about that i don't know man i think it's back to puzzles and like metaphysical haunted mansions it's like I don't know, like, it's so hard to take Resident Evil 5 and 6 and anything else like that seriously, because you're trying to do this science fiction viral zombie movie type concept, but you're manipulating puzzles that are like crown jewels and statues with torches. It doesn't make any sense. key. Yeah, like, come on. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. But. Like a picture of Chewbacca in this courtroom. (laughs) Sorry, there was just a really (laughs) poignant pause after that. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this looks like um, we're going down the way that uh, Resident Evil 7 was the uh, with mm. their RE engine pushing it even harder to just gosh, make you uncomfortable. Terrifying, And we're man. doing werewolves. Rawr. 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 <laughs> Woof. Um, I only wrote, we're starting to kind of run long on time, man. I want to show PlayStation some love, but you know what? They didn't tell us how much this was costing when it was coming out. So what else can we do? I saw two things that I wrote down was a death loop looked cool. Gosh, it looks so good. New multiplayer concept. Looks so good. Yeah. Super interesting. Uh, Ratchet Clank looks good. Yep. One more thing on death loop. I heavily trust arcane lately. So that's why I think I want to put my money on that one. I don't know um, if I trust him fully yet. Because I hate Dishonored. Arcane, published by Bethesda, that's how we got Prey. Yeah, I know, but that's also how we got uh, Dishonored, right? I know you do not like Dishonored. I, I don't. It's you bad. You do not like it. You could, I mean, this is just dripping with Dishonored, too. You, you could tell it's the same art department. Why uh, wouldn't it be, though, right? Yeah. You know? I, like, it, sure. Yeah. Um, one question mark game that I have. Pragmata. 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 What is this? I don't know. I don't know. It's very Kojima style, but oh, um, like as far as like a lot of crap happening, good luck figuring it out because there's no written or spoken language <laughs> in this at all. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so it's like you just sat down in the middle of a seven-hour movie mm. <laughs> and you get three-minute scope of it. Okay. Um. The only thing I'm seeing, I'm saying, and these are just like, not only is this a half court shot, but I am no full court shot, but I'm drop kicking the ball. <laughs> like, okay, what do you got? The animation style looked a lot like From Software art. We were just talking about art styles with Death Loop and how similar mm. it looked to Dishonored. Okay. This is where I'm coming from. Uh, I believe the art between a lot of Square Enix and a lot of, um, well, certain Square Enix games. And um, from software, it looked very similar, but I think it's like in the eyes and the way that the characters move. 
when they walk. Okay. Stiff. And mm-hmm. But it could be a toss-up between Square and From Software to me. I don't think it's Kojima. No. No way. I don't think it's Kojima Studios. No way. Um, and it doesn't look like anything one of the smaller studios really does. This looks like something that... I don't know. Barlog seems to like more action and stuff. I don't see anything this heady coming out of Santa Monica. But who am I to say? No, they're working Just on God of War 2. podcaster. For sure. Pardon? They're working on God of War 2, Santa Monica, right? Like, there's, oh, there's no oh, way that's I not can't. happening. I want it. Do you think it's going to be current gen or they're going to wait for PS5? Oh, it'll be PS5. If, if God of War 2 has not been announced yet, it is not coming out in the next six months. Hey, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> yeah, we were like almost yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I got lost in the sauce there for a second. I didn't realize where we were sitting. Halfway, nearly halfway through the year 2020. Goodness gracious. And nearly all the way through the show. I know you what? want to talk about what you played this week, and I want to talk about what you played this week, too, man. We so we won't talk. dwell on it too much, but I did think it was worth mentioning. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. I'm sure. <laughs> This is a safe place, right? No judgment? Judgment-free zone? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so this week, I played Fortnite. Rattle Boy Alice left the party. <laughs> <laughs> there was a knock at the door. I believe the cops are here to arrest me. <laughs> oh, I've never swatted anybody before. That was easy. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> um, no, so uh, Fortnite... Season three, chapter two, season three, chapter three. Uh, I think they go by yeah. It's chapter two, season three. Chapter two, season three uh, is called Splashdown. Um, Sweet. Just started uh, a couple days ago. Um, They showed a pretty cool trailer. Like it looked really interesting. They basically flooded most of the map with water. Um, So no jumping and sliding with shotguns anymore. Cool. Well, you can jump and shotgun out of the water. Oh, great. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, before I say anything more about Fortnite, I have not played Fortnite since the very early days of its Battle Royale. Like, Oh, yeah. It's been a long when time. When PUBG didn't work, we did Fortnite because we needed to scratch the Battle Royale itch somehow. That's, that's right. So, I'm not sure what is new, what happened two years ago. I Like, forgive me. Um, but, uh, I do know the map was like updated and changed in season two, uh, a few months ago, um, or excuse me, chapter two. Um, so the refresh map's pretty neat. Like, I don't know how much it changed with the water and whatnot, but I do like the water a lot. It's cool. There's boats and stuff. Um, you're just, it's an interesting take on battle royale. Boats. Boats. I'm sorry. I'm being facetious. Not you, bad. You can ride sharks. Uh, Does it do anything for Battle Royale? No. I, like, I don't yeah. think so. Um, the, the thing that I do like about Fortnite, they've done this for a long time, they continue to lean into it, is like their in-map and in-game challenges. Um, you know, just like, hey, catch a fish with a fishing pole. Like all right, and then so versus being the last alive. You know, it's just side objectives. You know? A tigering pole. Oh, okay, <laughs> got you. All right, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So like, you know, I found a fishing pole, went down to the lake, 
I saw some fish. I caught them. Like when you catch a fish, they bring a piece of loot out. You know, like oh, this one had a shotgun. I I guess, um, you know, stuff like that. But it was just like this interesting moment of like I'm standing out in the open, fishing, and there fishing. could there could be death around every corner. It's like it's turning into Roblox. <laughs> um, I do like their addition of AI into the game. Like, you will come across some bots instead of real players. Um, and it, it's pretty obvious that you are either playing against a two-year-old child or a bot uh, with, <laughs> like, how the fight goes. The child's got big hands if you're <laughs> a two-year-old child. A child You know what they say about big hands, right? Uh-huh. Big gloves. Um. But so like that feels good. Like getting a kill in a battle royale game will always feel good. Like it's just like it does, even though it's a bot, even though it's AI. Like, hey, you yeah, know, landing a, a good shot on someone's uh, always fun. That uh, last circle is always going to be a fight with humans, anyway. Exactly, um, and that is where I think fundamentally I just won't be able to get into Fortnite. Is the the building adds like such a complexity to the fights that i just don't like uh, it doesn't seem organic either it's just i weird. mean it's organic in the term of fortnite and it is just a video game yeah but it's just it. like all right i'm having battle royale anxieties i'm the last one i'm almost the last one what do i do this this person's been behind all game i saw them firing the the sniper off they have a sniper off what am i gonna do i'm um, I'm gonna build a freaking house. I'm gonna build a house. That's just a house. <laughs> a whole apartment <laughs> complex. They'll never find me. Like, oh, it's gonna be the tallest house. It's gonna be so intimidating. He's just gonna quit out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna win. That's where I lose it, man. Like that. My is gamer just no tag fun. is bugger. <laughs> the thirteen million dollars <laughs> is mine. <laughs> I'm bugger. <laughs> um, yeah. That's how it started. So I played Fortnite. <laughs> Two years yeah. later, we got Travis Scott performing in game. <laughs> I will say the leaps and bounds that game has come since its first like Genesis is like unbelievable. So impressive. It is. So impressive. And Epic being at the being the creators, I mean arguably some of the creators of modern gaming. Cause Unreal is theirs. Yep. So, so they're making all that money on the side and currently getting real-time testing for everything they do for their engine. That's right. They got Aquaman skins, bro. Get real. Wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's Fortnite. Did they take out the Amber Heard ones? Ooh. Oh. Ho, 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 ho. Ooh. Saucy. Oh, Jabba Wookie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. I'm being a ham. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's about it for Fortnite for me. Maybe Fortnite. <laughs> did you have fun? Did you get dubs? I why did you play? I, you never said why you turned it on. Honestly, it was their it was their Splashdown update. It just looked fun. It just looked cool. Oh, okay, um, just keeping up on game. Yeah, like just I wanted to check it out. It's been a long time because I like we played a lot of Fortnite. Like we really did when it first came out. I'm John Wick, dude. Greatest game ever. Yeah, uh, twas. But yeah, it's it sure is something. Know. If Fortnite throws in a Ron Swanson skin, <laughs> I might be there. You joke. Who would win in a fight between Ron Swanson and John Wick? John Wick. <sighs> Rattle Boy has left the party. 
Fortnite's change, you bugger. Fortnite's change. That's right, dude. I'm over here cranking 90s. I'm sorry. <laughs> I played a game this week, too, but all things considered, with all the hype we've been talking about, I'm just going to save it for next week. Ain't nobody trying to talk about a roguelike top-down right now. <laughs> oh, one of those, eh? Yeah, it's like, hey, guys, we got all this PlayStation State of Play. We got the EA. We got a lot of news this week. And then I played Warhammer on a table with a tape measure. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle up. (laughs) Did you bring your figures? Go ahead and change your pants. I'll wait. (laughs) Fair enough. But what I do have are the uh, trophies for... um, Everybody's going to the Rapture, a little indie banger. I played a couple and talked about uh, a couple episodes ago. Ooh, I'm excited. And, uh, yeah, don't be, <laughs> because there's a reason I wrote these down. Um, ah, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture is an older game, so let's keep that in mind. However, Sony and the way that it does things is not old. So that being said, the reason why I'm saying all this on this, uh, wait, what do we call it for? Um. Sony again? We got overachievers. Esteemments. For esteemments for PC stuff, which Catastrophes? never Catastrophes? Is, is it trophy achievements? Trophy achievements. That works. <laughs> I'm all right with it. <laughs> Let's catch everybody up. Every week, the Eagle, our resident statistician at Digital uh, Edgy Stance Studios, will go through and compile percentages, achievements of the games we say we play this week because there's a lot to be found in there. And uh, every now and then, somebody else forms the head of this little Voltron, and this week it's me. Let's and, go. Uh, yeah, we are doing this. So, yeah, again, I don't have his, I don't have your little... Man, you got your, your line down. I don't have a line. Uh, each week we take the, <laughs> the rarest achievements and the most common achievements and see how the public did i'll give you a c minus but an a for effort okay great uh get ready to take away that a Uh, (laughs) one of the things that makes me angry about these trophies and i i said angry um they're trivial trivial trophies they're so dumb i'm sorry i just have i'm choking on rage right now like Um, like i'm outright saying dumb no, like one is like walk on the moon, simulate a moonwalk. So what does that mean? You walk backwards, right? Yeah. I didn't get that achievement, by the way. All right, so Dang. it's stuff like that. So the most common achievement that I have here is um, the end. What do you think that's for? Uh, beating the game? Yep, completed the game. Wow, most common <laughs> achievement. Know. Yeah. Yeah, really flex their interns over there. I don't know why I'm so bitter about this. Gosh, this yeah, dude, mad. chill out. Yeah, well, listen to this, dude. The end, the the trophy to complete the game. This is the highest number on the trophy percentages, fourteen point four percent. No. Yeah. That is abysmal. I know, right? Eighty-six percent of people did not finish. Everybody's gone to the rapture. Yeah. So maybe I am calm. <laughs> Maybe they at got, least on PS4. Maybe the rapture did happen, and they just didn't get time to finish. <laughs> if the rapture really happened, nobody played, so nobody could, nobody was there. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we're just the salty left. <laughs> we we didn't get raptured. <laughs> I'm a rapture, you son. Okay, so next I have wrong number. 
Okay. Spent time waiting for a call. Spent time waiting for a call. Spent time waiting for a call. What is that? What do you mean? You just wait for a call? There's a payphone. There are a couple payphones. It's it takes place in an English AF type of place, so you can't miss them. Big, huge red booths. All like, right. <laughs> very okay. we happy fewish. Um, I've spent all kinds of time around them. Never heard him ring. Anyway, that's at six point eight percent. Dang, dude. Yep. So Moving low. on. Moving on. Uh, this is actually a. Um, let me see. I can't read my handwriting there. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Awesome. So, okay, so this one's called Tea Leaf. All right? Okay. And this is attempted to break into every caravan, which is what the English call trailers. Ah. Because they're nice. Because <laughs> they're nice to each caravan. other. Caravan. <laughs> call, call them trailers. And um, <laughs> the, the game takes place in kind of like a closed little village type community type thing. You know, these people can exist without a store or anything, I guess. Um, I'm being really mean. Uh, that's at 5%. It's attempted to break into every caravan, which you have seen me play games. I look at every corner. I look at every nook and cranny like it's a digital English muffin. And I did not get this achievement. You're missing one of them caravans, bro. Whatever. Well, they're missing a rattle. All right. <laughs> Next one I have is um, a Graffiti Artist, which is uh, find all of the little all these little sketches it's a like a like a lorenz type pattern it's a mathematical term um they deal with a lot of like chaos type stuff sure um that's at 4.9 percent okay um yep getting all the banksies out there i feel you so i just have two more because i know that you guys are just i know you're just about to erupt in excitement and pleasure over these um lord have mercy i'm about to bust (laughs) (laughs) all right well here's the platinum trophy uh the pattern is mine and you got them all got them all like pokemon them all it's written twice and that is at a 3.1%. I mean, there hasn't been much of a drop in the achievements, though. Yeah. When they're talking about them all, um, the way that you play Everybody's Gone to the Rapture is you go, it's an adventure game. You're walking around from place to place, and just by you geographically being there, it will trigger uh, a scene and some dialogue. Very much like Tacoma. We yeah. talked about all this on the week that we talked. Sure. Um,. But yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, you can hear in my voice, I'm very unhappy with the trophies that that game had to offer. I do realize that game came out a while ago, you know, and all that. But um, I didn't really play a whole lot of stuff this week because of this PlayStation stuff and this EEA stuff and this Last of Us stuff that's going to happen in like two hours. Dude, good luck, man. Yeah, you should so probably, high. like, go to sleep early and then wake up and have the whole day for it, you know? I'm too excited to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh. y'all. We're going to start packing it up. Um, you got anything else for him, Eagle? I don't. 
All right, bud. So let's remind y'all one more time that we thank you so much for listening to us. You could be anywhere in the world, and you chose to be with us for this little point of time. Um, if you want to help us out by telling a friend, remember that's Edgy Stances on our social media, edgystances.com for the website. Uh, you can find a lot of our back episodes. We've been doing this show for a while. We're at show 173. We can only back up 100 episodes for the RSS feed. So if you want to hear when we're little pod babies messing up all the time and stuff, um, you can find a lot of our back issues on the actual gross. website. Yeah, it's it's pretty gross, which I think is what the internet loves. Um, so that's why I'm throwing that out there. Uh, yeah, again, uh, join that Discord. Talk to like-minded gamers. They're all really friendly. They're all um, they all have a lot of fun. Have a lot of advice to offer on a bunch of different stuff. Especially if you're just chilling, not you know, maybe not talking to as many friends, seeing as many places as you're used to as the world's going through what it's going through. Uh, find some cool people to interact with. And uh, I'm Jacob. It's Rattle Boy on social media. Where can we find the eagle? Uh, you can find me at Best the Eagle Alive pretty much anywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have a third co-host. He had to miss it this time around. His name is The Crow. He's hard to find. He's usually searching for info for Odin, the Allfather. Um, but I am Bluthinder. <laughs> oh, bathe in the blood. Uh, find us on the social media. Get to the Discord. Just find us. We'll get you his gamer tag. I'm telling you, you're not missing anything, though. <laughs> Dang. I know. I know. He's just over there getting killed by Shroud. Over, over, over again. <laughs> it's that fun when he's venomous. not here because we can just talk That's about That's what I'm saying. Lot. It's more venomous than anything I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> when you say that. <laughs> There's no venom at all when I say once again, and I know that I speak for you when I say thank you. Everybody listening out there. Take care. Keep your heads up. And stay empered. Have the best day you've ever had. Thank you.